folks, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just wanted to give you a heads up before we start that this episode is a little different from uh, the usual episodes of Witch Police Radio. For starters, the guest on this uh, podcast, Rami Mays, is talking about an album that has yet to be completed and has yet to be released. So the typical format of uh, interspersing, you know, four songs by the interviewee, sort of in natural pauses in conversation, is not going to work this time because the songs, uh, this album is still in the works. So instead, uh, Rami was nice enough to provide me with some live recordings, just some quick voice note recordings of tracks that will, in their finished form, appear on the record. So you get uh, an exclusive listen to some of the content that will show up when this album is released um, in a bit of a different format. Also, as it happens every once in a while when I'm doing this many episodes, technical difficulties on this one, which means my voice was not recorded properly, Uh, The version of my side of the conversation you're hearing is the backup version, which is a little rough, uh, not quite as good as you are used to on this podcast, but Rami's uh, track came through great, she sounds good. Um, I just sound a little bit fuzzy, but it certainly doesn't take away from the quality of the conversation, and uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks again. If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Witch Police Radio! Witch Police Radio! Witch Police Radio! Witch Police Radio! Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Witch Police Radio! Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with a guest who probably doesn't need much of an introduction uh, for people who listen to the show and uh, have been following the local music scene for a long time. Uh, your familiar name and voice and face. But uh, because I always start the show this way, why don't you start by introducing yourself and giving a bit of background about what you do as an artist? Um, I'm Rami Mays, knee writers. <laughs> I'm a musician, a soldier of music in the industry, and a leftist. Let's go. All right, that's it's a good intro. Um, so I you are you've been on the show before. It's it's been quite a while though. The last time was you know pre-pandemic when I was doing this in person. I think we hung out in a car in a parking lot. Oh my and, god, that was so fun, Sam. It was fun. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah. and, and so outside I, of the outside of C C G O B. Yeah, all right. I was, yeah, that's right. And uh, it was a good conversation, and uh, I'm glad we can we can catch up and uh, have you back on the show. Um, sort of the timing around this one, I guess, is, is good because you have a big project that's that's on the go and underway. And uh, I don't think I've ever had a bigger project. Thank you for noting. Okay, well, then, then maybe let's just go right into that. I mean, I have a lot of questions about this this album that you're working on and the fundraiser and all of these things, but maybe you can start by just kind of giving me the, the background about what it is you're trying to do and how you're trying to achieve it. Here's the thing, Sam. Is the last time we spoke and we were sitting outside that car in CGOB, outside CGOB, I had dreams and hopes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought that, like, the music industry's on my side. Yeah, I was working really hard in my music career and my band. We did everything that everybody wants to do and tries to do. You make an album, you tour it, you do all these things. I'm an older woman now, man. 
I'm still looking good, but I'm an older woman now. And I, it's been almost a decade. Yeah. And I just now realized Sam, I just want to make an album I'm proud of and I want to keep making albums because that's your legacy to your children, to your fans, to your voice. Is yeah. that the last time you saw me? Things have changed a lot. Right. Right. That's a, that's a good And so what I'm doing now and why I'm fundraising it and why I'm doing this is because I have come to very many um, uh, critical decision-making moments in my musical career. Most importantly being, I want to make an album and I don't fucking care if it's the right thing to do or what it means for my career. Right. There's nothing to do with that anymore. I'm making an album because I'm a fucking songwriter, bro. You know? And then the other thing is I can't fucking do it without money. Of course. And music is free. So selling music is off the fucking table. Well, and you've done that for, for a long time now, and you've sort of seen how it, that's changed and how the industry has gone to this completely opposite direction of, of, of streaming and all that. Yeah. So the same platforms that I used to listen to music that I denied for so long, but the same ones that fucking stole it from me. Yeah. So it's hard the- enough to be an independent musician. Mm-hmm. Then, then give it, give it your independent musician that's trying and they have no chance. Right. Right. Well, and uh, that sucks. And it's a terrible place to be in, especially sort of with this, uh, unintended break that everyone had for a couple years in there as well right i mean that that doesn't help things when you're you're trying to navigate this whole like strange new world of of how music is consumed it was hard to navigate when i was fucking 16 right right and so now it's got even more complicated and and you're trying to keep up with what's happening yeah well that's why it's taken me nine years to decide how i'm going to record my next album because i knew that there was a learning curve that i wasn't i wasn't in economy gas technological era in 2016 i lost fifteen thousand dollars wow that year personally well i paid my band and i toured it i have not released an album since my 2015 album in the 2016 15 2016 tour well a long time why would i lucky for me people still wanted to see me play so i had got, got paid to go to some places and my career didn't die just enough you know so i want to do this i want to do this one for me have you been working on songs uh this whole time like have you been writing sort of consistently since the last record originally i wanted to call this album the songs i left behind okay because for the last nine years i have beginnings of songs that i didn't finish because i had no deadline that's something that people don't realize is that like once you become a songwriter that is for a purpose, seven albums later. Yeah. Well, only write when you think there's a per like a like a, a de- like a deadline for your writing. Why am I writing all these songs? Because I want to make an album. When you don't have an album to make, which I'd written off. Nine years went where I started, didn't know, didn't think about it. So suddenly i got creative and inspired and and motivated so yeah it's been it's been a decade of songs that i'm trying to finish right now 
with the um with the fundraising side of things i mean i know you kind of touched on some of this too about the way that the traditional way of, of making records and selling records and, and making money as a as an independent artist is kind of out the window now and things have changed so drastically how do you decide on, on what kind of goal you, you set for something like that because it, you you, have, you you've noticed you made quite a bit of money already um on donations but it, you have quite a lofty goal like it's a lot of money that you're hoping to to achieve from this so how, how did you choose that how did you come to that number that number like I dropped it down to the minimum. I it took me it took like it, you know what I understand how much like fuck man the humbling situation to ask people for a number like twenty six thousand five hundred dollars yeah. is ridiculous. If I saw somebody that I didn't like posting that, be like you fucking dick, you know. So I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. But that was the lowest number I could go. Where I, I I will pay for the publicist. I'll pay for the touring. I'll pay for the fucking, all the shit. But like, that's the minimal number I need. And that was because you wanted to, make, to, fl- to make an album. And... To make an album. No, I'm producing myself with Jesse. Pre- okay, okay, okay. But we have to pay ourselves. At, and I, I knocked that down so hard. That's like 2500 each for months. Yeah. Months. I can't, I can't lower what it costs to get my, my engineer, Scott Franchak, who's done my last three albums here. I can't lower what the studio costs yeah. are. I can't lower what it pay, costs to pay the musicians to session play with me. And I cannot lower the number of the vinyl manufacturing. That's the minimum I decided. Not decided. That was the minimum of expenses that I could take from, uh, no, I could hope for. Yeah. And the rest I would take. Well, like like I said a few minutes ago too, you've got a lot of people responding already. You've got people being very generous and obviously who support your music and probably many of them have for a long time. Um, what? Hopefully you achieve your goal, of course. What happens if you don't? Is this one of those fundraisers where you can still use I have what you made? That's a completely excellent question. I've been asked that by a few friends who are like, no, my best friends. My best friends know I'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I actually, you know what? I actually don't know. I'm surprised it didn't hit so hard so fast, but I haven't really promoted it. I haven't really done a lot to it. You know, yeah. I know how to, I haven't even hit Holland, Sweden, UK. You know what I mean? I haven't really pushed. I know that I've built all my fans one person at a time. And there are at least four to 5,000 people, which is not a lot across the globe. Yeah. They'll give me 20 bucks. If I just ask them, and it's humbling. What was your question again? I want to finish. I want to get no, it right. It was just, what, what happens if you don't achieve this? Because it's, right. it's going now. You're getting money. People are supporting. Mm-hmm. But what, what happens? Is there a deadline? Is there a sort of a cutoff? Okay. I have I have March at No Fun Club Reserve. Rent it. Okay. So it's happening. I have the musicians committed. That will be where the money goes. And we'll record this album. Whether I can manufacture it uh whether i contour it yeah. will be the only thing that stops where the money stops if i get thirteen thousand and i can't manufacture it but we have it in the bank the, the album i'm i'm happy with that yeah 
Well, that was kind of my next my next question too. Is I mean, you obviously want to put it on vinyl. Obviously, that's 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 the, that's the goal. Oh shit! Fuck you. Right, right. But I mean, if, if you don't make the, enough to do that, is it something you you would consider releasing just digitally or whatever? I mean, I, I as a music listener, I prefer to have the physical copies myself. But I know I'm in a rarity these days. No, so so Sam, the reason why I don't know if you know, I'm sure you read the 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 GoFundMe. Yeah. My music will be free. It will be. I have digital distribution in Canada, and the U.S., and Europe. Right. I have. I don't have labels anywhere. It's. I have. I have solidified digital distribution. Everyone will get my album. Spotify, Apple Music, everything once it's released. Yeah. I want it on vinyl. I want to tour it. If I make the album, good question, by the way. If I make the album and I can't afford to put it on vinyl, of course I'll release it, I'll release it digitally. Yeah. Will I be bummed as fuck that I can't make the vinyl? Can I tell you something about it? You're going to get an inside scoop. Are you ready? Sure. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Oh, shit. Are you ready? Say I'm ready. Let's hear it. I have this idea for my vinyl. Um, I think Guns N' Roses did it. But I have six slow songs and six fast songs. Okay. Is it? And instead of trying to, to, yeah, one side of my album is called Slow Side. So it's called Fast Side. I won't tell you the title of the album yet. I'm not ready yet. Sure. But the point of it is, is that it is a piece. To me, it's a piece. You want to get laid? Listen to fucking B side, bro. You want to fucking scoot down the fucking highway? It's an A side. Okay. You will never know that because you'll never listen to vinyl. You'll 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 search and scatter and fucking shuffle. You'll listen to two songs you like on my album. The so- the girls that like to cry will listen to the girl ones. The boys that like to fucking jerk off will listen to jerk off ones. I love that you laughed at my boyfriend that's sitting over here fucking just went like he shuddered. He fucking hit his face on that one. Fuck off. It's true. But the thing is that. If you want my, I'll of course leave it digitally. I'll make 74 cents by the end of 2024 if I do that. Right, right. Take you 74 cents closer to your goal. Man, that's <laughs> 74 cents back into the fucking pocket. Yeah, yeah. But no, that actually brings up a good question, though, is because, I mean, this is something that I've talked to other people about, too, is that because everyone is consuming it so weirdly with Spotify and all that shit. It's hard to, it's hard to program a record, right? Like, I mean, the idea of having side A and side B, you have, there's no given that someone's going to listen to it. Like you said, in any kind of order, if they even listen to the whole thing at all. Damn. So this will be the first time I've released an album on vinyl. That was not on CD. Okay. So every album I've released before was a 12, say 10 to 12 song progression. I understand that art is lost. I understand nobody gives a fuck except the people who give a fuck. Right. But I know that that's something that matters to me and a lot of people that make albums. I like, like tomorrow night, like we, I just had a rehearsal tonight with my boys. I chose the set list for our gig tomorrow night. Yeah. Because I like the flow of it. I write that set list. It's the same way I write an album. I know that art is lost. But the people, this is again, because um, because this is the first time I've not released an album of in a row. I have the first opportunity in my life to decide what's one side and the other side. 
The yeah. only people that would give a fuck are the vinyl folks. Not vinyl folks. What's it called? Vin- vinyl fi- uh, files. Vinyl, vinyl, file, vinyl files. Vinyl files. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So then that's the only people that are going to care. And you know what? Those are the people that I want to buy. Because everyone else is getting fucking free. Right. Bitch. You know what so, I mean? That's so what I'm pe- talking about, Sam. The people who do give a shit are the ones who are going to appreciate my, it. Yeah. My, asking, my asking of money is the hardest thing that a fucking righteous woman and self-fucking-made woman can do in her whole life. Yeah. Never could be more embarrassed or more fucking humilified, humid, humiliated than asking people for something. Yet, I still believe very strongly that what I've asked this time is for every person that would ever have bought an album from me. Yeah. To buy into the making of it. It's the safest, fairest question. You don't have to fucking do it because you want to, because you think you're supposed to. You will if you want to. Yeah. The $20 or $15 album you would have bought from Sweden. You know what I mean? Because I'm not bringing you that vinyl. I won't right. be there. So this is their and way to, to help out, to contribute to, to it getting really it. It really is. And you know what? Also, because of that, like, I'm just going back. Is that that vinyl is the, la- is the last bit of art I have. The last bit of art I have. Yeah. To make it something that I believe. Like, the, an album. Well, maybe just to, to, to move away from the, um, the the fundraising part of things. Sorry, I've been drinking. No, no, it's fine. Um, wh- wh- we have rehearsal, man. It's all good. It's all good. Um, it makes sense. So what is the sound of this record? I mean, people, I think a lot of people are very familiar with uh, your sound over the years. Um, okay. I would hope anyway. I mean, you, you, you've been doing this for a long time, and, and I think Winnipeg knows you quite well, uh, and obviously a lot of other places as well. But how has this changed in the time you haven't released a record? How has the sound uh, evolved from from the last one, which is you know almost that a decade ago? That's such a good question. Such a good question because I've been asking myself that a lot too. I feel like the slow side is like me trying to get back to like the slow songs that gave me any com- any fucking accolade from the first moment I started my career. And okay. I was fucking even seventeen or eighteen, but they've advanced, of course. And the fast side. I've also like realized that like I can play the car. See what I mean? But it also is like there's a song. May I? I thought about it, minor major, bell down, 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 down. You know, I made my bed, I made my wager, bell down, 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 down. So it really isn't that far from like what I love. Yeah. Or is it just me, like, instead of going, like, down, 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 you know? Or, like, oh, I love this, oh, no, something, GCD picking? Or is it exactly where that came from? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Did I, did I advance? I hope so. I've got fucking, I think there's, like, a pop, couple pop rock songs, like, like the, you know, I always wanted to fucking play um that Billy Joel song. What's the matter with the car? I'm driving. Can you tell that child you are? Yeah. And I try to play that that low, that that like chunk down strum, and I couldn't do it. And then there was a song called Rocket a couple years ago that I'm playing with the band. We took it on when we were on the road. We played it, 
It was like, and I'm singing along with it, like just chugging. I'm like, fuck yeah. So that's on the album. You know what I mean? So some of this, I think there's like, there's like, yeah, I think there's progression, but I think there's like, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't sideswipe so hard that you'd be like, who is this now? Like, oh, that's Rami. Right. You want to have the the Rami sound in there regardless. It's it's not want to have the Rami sound. I have no choice, bro. Right, right, right. Uh, Guess what? Me. Right. It's going to sound like you regardless of, of, of what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Two, three, four. want to help out with this with this project what's the best way to do that i mean i know you've been sharing the uh, the gofundme link sort of on on all your various social media is that the main way yeah to... so basically it's this i'm accessible i'm completely accessible i've made myself accessible i've never been pretentious you cannot not find me you don't know how to find me rami Mays. i have three fucking facebook pages bro right right you have a fucking instagram Maze Rami at Shaw.ca is my email. I've never hidden it. There's no way you can do any of those things without finding me. So thank you for asking. But so basically on all of those platforms, I'm posting that shit, the GoFundMe shit. Like like constantly. You know what I mean? You know what I learned, Sam? What's that? Tuesday mornings by statistic. Oh really? Is when you should promote things. That's good to know. Really? I learned that. Why? So I didn't I didn't know that till this this round. I looked it up, I researched, you know what I mean? I'm a fucking businesswoman. Right. And I course. looked it up and I was like, when is the best time to hit people with information on social media? Narrowed it down, probability, all these things, stats. Tuesday morning. Hmm. So every Tuesday morning, I haven't been doing it. But my plan. I mean, this this isn't a secret. I'm not even trying to fucking pretend I'm a ploy. Like, dude, you know, anyone that's listening to this and anyone that watches this are witch police and are Manitoba pride. You know I'm a fucking good person. If you don't, fuck you. You know what I mean? Don't give me, don't come to my shows. I don't fucking care. You know that, Sam. But I have like, I do have fans in Holland. I do have fans in Sweden. I do have fans in the UK. And I do have fans in fucking weird, like in weird places. And I haven't even touched those. 
uh, perimeters yet. You think and you'll get a so, good response from those people? So I haven't. So I just haven't even started. I haven't even touched it yet. I have. I have like you know. Uh, uh, I hate to say it. Like I'm uh, okay. Well, if I could teach somebody something, independent musician, forty eight years old. If you have fans somewhere, don't ever forget them. You meet them one at a time. So my plan, I have like an outline because I'm also yeah. a left brain, right brain. I have a Tuesday morning, which would be a Monday night, where I'm going to then go Holland. Talk to the radio guys, talk to all the fucking promoters and the, the distribution I have there and everybody and go like, can you spread and pass this? I have made, like I said, one-on-one fans. I yep. can name you Thomas Kaljic in fucking in fucking Holland. Yvonne Boom in Holland. These are like just two of like 70, let's say 70. Sure. Friends. Undevoted supporters that have made me come back, play. Sweden. We went to Sweden with Andrew Neville years ago. They hired me to play a festival that they put up a Canadian flag because the band there covered Long Way Home, one of my songs. Oh, cool. I'm friends with everybody I stayed close with. We played bluegrass jams at those nights. We stayed at their homes. Those are the people I fucking care about. That'll be my Sweden hit. Yeah. Asking those people like they'll tell their friends the house concerts the house concerts you've done their email list yeah in ottawa let alone fucking sweet well i have a question i haven't even really started what the thing is though sam i'm trying to say sure go for it i'm forgetting your question go on no no i was what i was gonna say was um what is it about your music that you think works in a country like sweden where you know culturally it's it's, it's, it's different enough that uh, you know what worked in sweden what's that was we when i brought neville it was a country bluegrass festival. And at the time when I grew up with D Rangers. Yeah. And my first couple albums, as you know, Sam, were very country and bluegrass. Even Sweet Sum Steady. Yeah. Which had sure. a little bit of leaves. Which is like a down, 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 which is not, you know. That that appeal, there's a which we wouldn't know. How would we know? There are country. I was in this town called Carl Shaman. It's K-A-R-L-S-H-A-M-N. Okay. Carl Salmon. Open for a band with Dale Watson, who's like one of the biggest country players in the fucking U.S. from Texas. At a festival there. Then I went back, raised the Canadian flag for me. What does it appeal? What What is it that yeah. makes these people want it? Because we, in... North in the Western world are as big as Johnny Cash. If you love country, I played with Guy Clark. Yeah, that's crazy. If you know who I've played with, like I did Townsend Zant fucking uh, a tribute in Italy wow. because I, Eric Taylor, before he died, was my friends. The Griff Morlicks, you know what I mean? So it's one degree of separation. The people overseas that love country and blues and bluegrass have their finger on the motherfucking pulse of the American, North American. Oh, sure, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, music. I have played like uh, a fucking record store 
where people have lined up outside before I even play their town in Belgium. Yeah. Because they heard my album and thought I was Johnny fucking, like, do you know what I mean? So the same way right now when we go to Winnipeg Folk Fest and we see like a, a, a multicultural band of any sort from like Zimbabwe. Yeah, yeah. Wherever the fuck. How we respect them extra. I mean, it's not the same comparison, sir, but you know what I'm saying? I do know what you mean. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I was just lucky. My correlations and the people before me. Can I tell you a secret? My first tour I ever did in the, in the US, in Europe. I'm giving you a secret. And if anybody gets this far in the fucking podcast, they're going to hear the secret. Independent musician, you're uh, getting the gold. Let's still see the gold. I'm ready. Previous to me, Ray Wiley, like I was in, I was in Texas a lot and really got to touch the American. Ray Wiley Hubbard, by the Guy Clarks, the Buddy Millers, the uh, Griff Morales, of course, Sam Baker, and all that. What I did was look at, on their websites at the time and see where they were playing in Europe. And then I asked them permission to use their name. Okay. When they were independent and not fucking high and mighty, which we all were at the time. Then I write the Palapalabasio. Fucking blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And I go, hey, my name is Amanda. Not Rami. I have an artist named Rami. The thing is, though, too, is you have to believe in the fuck what you're doing. I really sure. like my music. The same way a painter should like their paints. I love my music. I've always believed in it. I just knew if I could. I'm also really good at marketing, but I didn't want to market it myself. My name is Amanda. I am our amazing manager. Here's Carl told me to contact you. Or Ron Kitchener, who used to fucking manage core blend, who Taylor Swift it one day, told me, use my name. Yeah. Well, fucking yeah. A. So then I did that independently, bro. From my own home with an alias. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm telling you this. If this fucking gets heard more than 40 times, do you know how many people are going to be pissed that there's no Amanda? <laughs> anyway, this is good. This is gold. It is. So I said, hey, my name's Amanda. I'm representing Ron Mays. Hayes Carl told me that he played Shuba's in Chicago. Same thing. He uh, he suggested, or his mentor, if I was close to them, if I was close to them, suggested I contact you. If I got one gig in Amsterdam, one gig in Germany, I would I would go. I would go by myself, bro. I I did all this shit with MapQuest in the US. Yeah, yeah. To build the thing. Anyway, the cool thing about that is that if you're good, and I think I'm good, I really do. I like my music. Well, you should. You should hope so. Huh? Nobody has to besides you or me in this moment. Then the people that you meet the one guy that said yes and booked me that gig, that festival in Sweden. That's all I need to potentially ask one more time. I believe this might be my last. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It depends what happens from here, but I'm tired. I just want to make an album I'm I believe in. If I can just get those people to give me 20 bucks each, I can make this album and I don't even need to tour it except for probably what I'll probably really do 
Alberta Festival, tell me what it is. I'll go twice. Build yeah. tour. Ontario Festival, I'll t- give me one festival or two. I'll go twice. I'd like to see the Midwest back down in Texas. Europe's not the safest place right now, but I will go eventually. If there's enough money or a good festival, they'll fly me in. Yeah. I really don't give a fuck any other way, Sam. Well, I like I like how you're doing this the punk rock way too. I mean, that's 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 how it's always been. I mean, I think people don't always hey, assume that that other genres. I have a T-shirt just... I made. What's it say? This punk rock's not a haircut. Right on. That's awesome. I but made yeah, it when I was fifteen. Fifteen. That's, that's great. You still have it? That's pretty cool. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I have um, it. I say I have it, but it's like a disintegrated, like a Jesus Priest tank top. That's like. Right, right, but that, but that is the attitude, right? That's that's the punk rock uh, attitude of just going out and then it's all about uh, meeting one person and that one person introduces you to two more and then two more people hear you but, at a but show. But never you... forgetting those people. Of course, yeah, yeah. And and actually, like, so there are lots of people I forgot. Let's make that clear. There are a lot of people that have donated to this thing that made the seven thousand something. It is the rate. Their name rings a bell. Yeah, and I wish every time. So they they sent me. I'd be like, have the energy and time to go. Where do we meet? Where are you from? But you can only remember. And I'm lucky. I have the capacity to remember what I do. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. I'm also I drink and I'm fucking like ADD as fuck. But the the thing is like, oh man, forty eight. Finally, because of curbside concerts and the company I've developed, and that could fail. I'll find my new grab. I want to, I don't want to move when I grow up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. But I really feel that like, I've never been more myself. I've never meant more about what I'm trying to create right now. Twisty is co-producing this album with me. I haven't told anybody that yet in public. So you get a new bit right now. Cool. Cool. Because he's my sensei. And I just, uh, he's been playing with me for so long that over many years and many uh, jams, I will look at him and go, too long, too, even tonight. Like, did we do it twice? Should I do it twice? Like a yeah. break, even for tomorrow night, old songs. If Twizzy says no, I'll listen. For the first time in my fucking life, Sam, this album that you're asking me about, and why I'm asking all these people to help me is most humbling and most real you're ever going to fucking know me. I have no pretension. I have no intention. I'm not trying to be Rami Mays. I don't understand what that means to some people. People will hate me. People like me. I just waited nine years, man. My daughter's 23. Yeah. I have a fucking grandson that's four. My boyfriend, who you just walked, that you saw past me, just came out from war, bro. I have a life that nobody fucking knows. Yeah. And I never leave my house. I know my house. Never. I love my fucking house. I write, I'd rather do a crossword, fucking jerk off and fucking listen to podcast than fucking leave my house. Yeah. I'm nervous to leave my house tomorrow for my game. All I want to do, Sam, is connect to people that give a fuck make an album that makes me feel like I still have it, which is for me and my friends. Yeah. TJ Blair, Jimmy Barkborough, Jackson Haldane, Joanne Rodriguez. The only guests on my album. 
That's wow, my that's family. A, that's a crazy lineup. I mean, uh, as far as talent, local talent goes, that's yeah. And my band, Twisty, say well, and I can't tell you the drummer. Okay. Okay. Surprise. Not surprised. Just in flux. Okay. Sure. Sure. I don't want to. I don't know what your question was. I just feel really happy that I get to talk this to you, talk to you about this because no one's really going to watch this as much as we want it to for your, for your sake and mine. Yeah. But there was ever a time that I wanted to explain to somebody about how I can like express, do it, like it or don't bro. Give a fuck or hate me. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm not doing it for my finances. I literally, I'm just ready. I'm just ready, man. I have songs. I remembered I'm a songwriter. I want them to be good, and I want to make an album. Yeah. Hopefully, everybody backs me up. I can't do it alone. For sure. For sure. So after after all this time playing music in Winnipeg, what do you think is sort of your... Uh, what do you mean to Winnipeg? As someone who's been been part of this arts community for as long as you have, what is sort of your role as... Uh, this is it. Okay, this is it. it. Man, I stand. People always told me, go to Toronto, go to Vancouver. You're supposed to do all these things. I said, I'd rather be a small fish in a big sea yeah. that teaches me everything than be a big fish in a small sea that teaches me nothing. This is me in Winnipeg every day. Please like me. Please like me. Thank you. Please, please, please. Well, I love us, Manitoba. You'll see people Go for a bit. Well, for 50% that don't, at least I got 50 that do. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what I, I kind of like about what you're saying about, you know, you don't give a fuck uh, whether someone likes you or, or doesn't like you, because I think that's kind of the way that you need, need to look at it is that you're making this because you, it's important to you. And if the that people sounds pretentious it, as fuck, that sounds pretentious, but you know what? I over, but it sounds pretentious as fuck to say, like, I don't care who doesn't like me, but because of my age and where I am and all the COVID and like the staying in, yeah, I know who my friends are. They're solid. They're solid. Like salt of the earth, salt of the earth. That's not a sentence. They're salt of the earth. And whenever I doubt myself, if I'm a good person or whatever, I, again, J. Rod Rodriguez, TJ Blair, Jamie Buckborough, yeah. Jackson Aldane, Twisty Fody, Chris Saywell, Travis McLean, who plays drumming for me right now. These people are the nicest, coolest people I've ever met. I admire and look at my friend Heather Sadaway, my friend Kelly White, you, Sam. You Sam even letting me have this time. If I if these people who I believe are great, like me, maybe I'm not such a dick. So people don't, you know what I mean? Really. And that's what you learn by it's taking a step back. Totally. I've always been aggressively in public and I got social anxiety as fuck post-COVID. During COVID, I realized I can't go in public without a drink or something like that, or like whatever it was. And then I got this house, me, I live alone, I love my house. Sort of like going, oh, wait, live like you're in a cabin, like play crib with your best friend that comes over and has a wine with you. Yeah. And that, so the people I just mentioned to you are the only people I see. And they're the people that inspire me, make me play music. So I don't really know what that means anymore to go out in public with. But even if, even if it's 50 50, I'm not trying to say I don't care what people think about me. Of course I care what people think about me. I'm a musician. Yeah. When I'm on stage and I'm making these GoFundMe's and I'm making music, of course I care what people think about me. But I know at the end of the day, at least, I'm I'm coming from the right place now. I've been waiting for something to come around. 
been dreaming to find my ground it's a small victory Victory.